Bez Hashem, we're learning Mishra and Simon Kuf, Samaches, Sif Tesvav, Shir number 413. And we are discussing what is the bracha to make on items that are baked or perhaps not baked. It's flour, water, but it has maybe a different consistency. And therefore, that consistency will not give it a hamotzi, but rather a mezainus. Says the Mechaber on the top of the page. We have a food here that's called a troiknin. Okay, now don't go to the store and ask for it because they won't give you anything. But they had this food that was called a troiknin back then. What is it? The They would make this indentation in the stovetop. And what would they put in this indentation? They would put flour and water. Now, what are the ingredients of bread? Well, flour and water. So if I have to ask you right now, so what brach would you make on this over here? Right now, if we stop, don't go any further. If you have to ask me, don't worry about it. Say hamoitzi, right? Okay, so keep that in mind. So you mix the flour with water together. And it bakes in this indentation on the stovetop. What brach do you make? Mivarich alov boirei minei mezaynis. And you make an alamichir. And if you're scratching your head confused, why would you make a mezaynis? It's flour and water. So why didn't you make hamoitzi? We have to clarify why that is. Now, the Mechaber continues and says on the top of the page, If you are kaveya your meal. In other words, this is your lunch. As you've been learning throughout this whole entire sim, this whole chapter, that even if you take an item, like a cake, a Danish, and you make it into your actual meal, then, then you'd have to make a hamaitzi and bench. Right? You take a cake, you sit down, you can't find anything else in the house, I don't recommend it, but you had to take a half a loaf of cake, those round circle cakes, and, and you sit down to it, you'd have to wash and bench. Okay? Most probably. Don't do it better to wash and bread, but that's, that's what he's telling us here. Before we see the next case in the Mechab, let's go to the bottom. It's, in some editions, the last three lines of the page, where it says, Sifkat and Peiches. In English, it's number 88. Okay, corresponds to number 88 in English. Kamechumayim. So you have this indentation in your stovetop. You added flour and water. You mix it in there. You know why you make a mezoinus, not a hamoitzi? Because it's a very thin batter. When you have your challah dough that you might see in the kitchen tomorrow, that's not a that's not a uh, like a thin uh, pudding or pancake type batter. That's a thick, heavy batter. It doesn't pour as opposed to a thin batter. If it pours, we're saying here it's a bleed loss of And that's the reason he explains the reason why. You're making a mezainus on it because it's a very thin batter. So therefore, your pancakes. Well, broccoli, you're making pancakes. So you make a mezainus on pancakes. It's a thin batter. It's a very thin batter. The, uh, unless you have perhaps a whole meal out of it. Well, don't, don't worry about it. You make, genuinely make pancakes, you make mezainus on pancakes. Because if it wasn't so thin... Then, in the previous halacha, which was learned earlier this morning, in Sif Yudalit, Da'afilu b'lilosa rako, even if it's a thinner batter, kol shilu b'soif, ha'yisa afuya betan mevarach ha'moitzi. If, at the end of the day, 
it was baked in an oven when you make hamaytzi. So, generally speaking, the rule is, if it's baked and it's flour and water, then it's hamaytzi. If there is oil and honey or other sweets like this mixed into the actual dough, so we've learned in this whole simon here, that has a status now of mezoinus. Not a hamaytzi, but mezoinus. Okay. He continues and says, that in Siv caught in pay test, next case back on top of the page, the Mkovis Udasullah we said, fine, what does that mean? Last line, back in the bottom, going back and forth, a little exercise here. Even though originally it was a thin batter, which until now we said this very thin batter, you would make a mezainis. Since you make it in this indentation in the oven, on the stovetop rather, it becomes like a, like a pass. And the issue here was that you per, your person, a person here made his meal out of this. Just like you said, if you make a meal out of your cake, you make hamaytzi, so too he made a meal out of this also. And he would make hamaytzi. If it turned out, as we've been learning in the past, that he didn't make hamaytzi, but it turns out he ate so much of it, he ate so much of it, that now he has to bench. But he didn't wash. He didn't make hamaytzi. Still benches. Still benches. Okay? Now, back on top of the page, where we have another case of a type of food. It's called a tarisa. Avo tarisa dahainu. Yeah, this Teresa, and you take once again our ingredients are flour and water, and you mix the two together, and you pour it on the kira itself, this is the stove, and it spreads out very thin and it bakes. It does not look like bread. Another quality that we need to have in order to make a hamoitzi is it has to look like bread. But this teresa does not look like bread. And therefore you only make a mezaynus. And you make an alamechia. Then he says, Even if you have a lot of it, which we just said by the previous case, you would make a hamoitzi if you make it your meal. In this case, you wouldn't. You would still make mezainis even if you eat a lot of it. What's the difference? The difference is, we have two different items. The starting point is, pas is the word bread, pas is bread. You always make hamoitzi on it, even the smallest amount. Then you have cakes that sweets, danishes, that you make a mezainus. But if you have a lot of the, the, the cake and the danishes, you would also, like we just mentioned, might have to wash and bench. But if you have a dish, it's a dish. It's not a baked category type thing, but it's a dish. So no matter how much you eat of it, it's still mezainus and alamichi. I'll give you an example. I should have had it tonight. Pasta. You have a bowl of pasta. You have a second bowl of pasta. Before you know it, you ate the whole the whole serving bowl of pasta. You still make an alamichim, and you don't bench on it. 
because it's not a bread family. The pasta is in the Mezoinus family and the Alamechi family. So that's the basic understanding over here. Let's see in Sif Cotton Tzadi, number 90 in the English in the bottom. So the Magen Avram disagrees with the Shulchan Aruch. And he says, if you are making this your meal, your main meal, then you make Hamaitzi out of it. You make Hamaitzi on Because of El Yirabo, the Machma Ze'ila Ochloi El Toy Chasuda. The El Yirabo suggests as follows. Because you have a, a concern, is it a Hamaitzi? Is it a Mezoinus? The suggestion is as follows. Only eat it during a meal, which means I washed first. I had Hamaitzi. Then I ate this type of product that carries a question, what's the status of it? So in order to avoid that concern, which we're going to see more of those concerns that come up, we're going to see the eight the is the suggestion is to to wash first, have a regular meal, and then go ahead and eat it. I'll give you another example. It's going to be the next topic in a minute, uh, shortly, which is you take a dough and you make these little, uh, like... Um, calzones, and you put some maybe cheese in it, or a little vegetables in there. It, depending on what type of dough it could be also, but yes, there are those that say it's mezainus, but since there are those that say it's questionable, maybe it's like a bread family, the suggestion is to eat it only when you wash first and then eat it during the meal. Okay, let's let's go back inside over here. We are at the end of Sivkat Nsad. He says, "The Kassel Yirabu de Machma Ze Ein Loach La Elo Teichasudo Magin Gibayim Machri Ladina Kishochan Aruch." The Magin Gibayim says, "Lamaisa, it is a Mizaynus. You don't have to wash on it." Next Halacha Siv Tezayin, the top of the page. Nahama the had the hadnika. Okay, what is it? This Nahama means bread of the hadnika. Who lechem shoifin b'shvud? It's bread that you bake it on a spit. I've never seen this. Anybody see this? They, they put the dough on a on a rotisserie type of spit. Wow. Okay. Umoishrin oisoi the shemen and they put oil on it. Or be made bayim or like uh, the eggs, the egg whites perhaps or something. The chain lechem oisoi lekutach so to um, bread which is for like made for a sharp dip. Shein oifin oisoi betaner el bechama they don't bake it in the oven but rather with the heat of the sun. You make a mezainus on it. So we're saying that this type of nahama dahadnikar is actually a mezainus. What is this type of bread? In the Mishwur and Sifkat and Sadiyalat, he says, Kalaymar, the number 91 in the bottom, but sake, it's a dough, the lechem shofit b'shvud, lechem gomerhu. Because Lechem that's really baked on a shvud, on a spit, is real bona fide bread. Nonetheless, you make a mezainus, even if you made it your main, your main meal, this is like a meal time. Take a look at the tor. If you made it, perhaps in the appearance of more like a bread, then you make a hamaitzi, says the Torah. 
Yishchanach does not bring this down. There's this opinion of the Torah. I'm Magen Avram El Yirabel Be'er Gra. What they say in this topic. Val Kain or Akolpanim Le'echol Mizeh Kedei Sevio Bevadish Lazar Shaloi Le'echol Ki'im Besechasul. So once again, if you're eating this and you're going to be satiated on it, then you should only eat it in in the meal when you're already washed because of the different opinions whether you should make a hamaytzi on it or whether you should make a mizaynis on it. Moving right along now to a kinish. Pashtido. Hanefo betanor, a pashtido. Some explain it to be a kinish, which was baked in an oven. Bebasor, and inside of it is meat. Or bedogim, sometimes they actually have fish inside of them. Oy bigvino, or sometimes they put cheese in. Now, everyone agree, they all agree, you do not do all three one time. Okay? <laughs> Fine. Mevarich alav, hamaytzi, you make hamaytzi, yobarich so the Mechaber says, what brach will you make on this pashtida? It's a dough filled with meat or cheese or fish. He says to make amoytzi. However, the Ramah says, Vedavka sha'afoy bitanor bulaymash. That's only if you baked it in the oven without any liquid. Because baking means without liquid. That's how you define baking. Once you have liquid, then it's not called baked, it's called boiled. But if you baked it in a pan with a liquid, you don't make uh, the that bracha. Don't make a bracha. He says on it specifically. Just eat it during a meal, which means you already wash beforehand. And we're going to see because of the concern that maybe it's amaitzi or maybe it's mezaynus. Okay. Siv cotton tzadik gimel. The Mishra says number ninety three. Hanefer It's baked. In the oven, who had din hanefel beilfi so too. If it's a different type of an oven, bleimashke without any liquid, mevarich alav hamaitzi. So you would make hamaitzi on this type of dough filled with meat or other items. Haynu afilu b'deloy kavalayu. Even if you're not making your main meal, v'loy dami lepasa b'bekistin. It's not similar to the type of case of a of a dough that you fill it up with sweets, uh, apple apple um, filling or cherry cherry filling. Which in that case. You say, make a mezoinus. As we learned earlier, the perushe pasa mamula beperus of tablin. What is pasa baba kistin? Pas means bread, as we've said numerous times, which it comes in the pocket. Okay, and, and inside the pocket is is filled with the the sweets. You don't make hamaitzi if you didn't make it a main your main meal. The shiny host in that case is different. That's made for dessert. That's made for sweets. These types of foods are made as a meal. Anybody go to pizza shop ask for a calzone? What's in the calzone? Cheese. That's exactly what we're talking about. What are you eating it for? You're eating it as your meal. Right? Now, believe it or not, if I'm mistaken, I don't think I am, but what kind of dough is that calzone dough? You know what kind of dough that is? It's the same pizza dough. It's the same pizza dough. Instead of putting on the, the sauce, and instead of putting on the cheese, they put it, the cheese inside with the vegetables inside, and they fold it over. Okay? So, I'm giving that example, because you see now that there's room to say you should make a hamaytzi on this calzone. Now, the best thing to do is really wash on a bonafide solid piece of bread. Another possibility, because when you go to buy a calzone, you don't say, and I'll take a slice of bread with that also. 
Right? It's not a bakery, right? So at the edges of the calzone, you have just solid dough. It could be a good idea to eat and make, make a hamaitzi and make the brach on the solid part of dough. And eat a kazayas of that. Even though I know you want the inside, that's what you bought it for, you didn't buy it for the crust at the end. But uh, as we mentioned in the past also, there's room perhaps to say when you buy a slice of pizza, flip it around and make your hamaitzi on the crust as well. Don't, don't tell me how the cheese filled crust. I, I, yeah. <laughs> we're keeping that out of the picture. That's, we want to avoid that. What about garlic nuts? Garlic nuts are bread. Garlic nuts are bread. I mean, it's just like, hamaitzi, yeah. Well, just like, just like when you have, um, garlic bread, right? It's just in a different shape to call something different. For years I was called, I thought it was called garlic nuts. I didn't know. <laughs> then I heard those nuts, 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 nuts. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Fine. Let's see back inside over here. We're, we're discussing this pashtida. You eat it as a, as, as a, because you're hungry and you want to say shit yourself. And it's like other bread and meat that are being eaten together. Venera Pashut says the Meshua seems to be obvious. That if you have mixed inside over here this, this bread and, and meat, Rikikin kitanim, small pieces of like bread, behen psisin shabasin, you also have pieces of bread of meat, achar hasuda. It's an interesting type, it's like made like for like a dessert or something to enjoy after the meal. So it could be the size of the item could could also change the bracha. It's made with smaller pieces, not a main. When you serve somebody a main, usually it's a nice sized piece. It's a big calzone, and then they cut it open for you, fine. But if you get little pieces, it could be it's a snack. Like something to enjoy at the end of the meal. And then it would have to only be a mezoinus if you didn't make your meal out of it. He says further, The pass, the dough that was made in this this kichl, the Magen Avram is concerned, maybe it is past Kistin, which means like a Danish, like a cookie, or maybe it's not. Now, he doesn't discuss what type of talking about a kichel over here, but if you have the sugary ones, there's no question. Those sugary kichels, it's mezoinus, there's no shayla. Perhaps maybe his question, the Magiram's question is, if it's not the sugary one, like they're just the plain ones. But the meaning is in that, Mizoyans also. The meaning is Mizoyans also. Uh, it's, it's a brittle, it's, it's a hard, um, so you, you only make Mizoyans. The Derech Achayim, Vagraz, Vechlitu, the Hubichlal, Paskistin, the Derech Achayim, and the Shukhanar Harav, they all say it has the status of Mizoyans. And that is the custom to make Mizoyans on these Kichloch. Then he brings also, he found it in the Gra as well. 
He says that a Yerushimayim, a God-fearing Jew, should only really make mezayinus on it if the kneading process was with this meibayim, the liquid of the eggs, and and water wasn't mixed into it at all. However, if it is thin and hard, then and that's our kichos. Then it's thin and hard, or even it has a little thickness to it. It's hard. You make mezayinus on it. But now you see, next time you eat a kichel, hopefully you be done on Shabbos, right? You get a kichel. You see, it's a shayla. Oh, you know it's mezayinus. But there's a discussion about it in the Paiskin. Okay. Siv Kod and Sadi, hey, we finished the simon here, Sim Kod Ches, where the Ramaz said, the Dafka Sha'afoy Betanu and Tal Page, tells us, only if it was baked in an oven without any liquid. If it was baked in a frying pan with liquid, you shouldn't make a brach on it separately. You should only eat it within the meal. Which means you wash in something else. Says the Mishra Sifka and Sadi, hey, number 95. Even if you're making it your main course, because this product is is the part of the machlekes that goes back to Sif Yud Gimel, which was discussed yesterday. Whether it's whether it's a mizoynis, whether it's a hamaytzi, so therefore to avoid such a machlekes, the l'day rishena, according to the first opinion back in Sif Yud Gimel, kevin mashka, since it was cooked, it was boiled in a liquid, let's say with oil, and we said over there more like a deep fry. It's not in the family, in the category of bread. And then you would not make a hamaytzi, according to the first opinion in Sifi Gimel. According to the second opinion, since it was kneaded with a thick batter, and the dough gave it the status of a bona fide dough, suloi nifka According to the second opinion in Sifid Gimel, when you have a product of a thick batter, like our dough, a challah dough, they want to say it goes after the time when you bake, make that batter, and therefore it's irrelevant what, how the finished product was made in, in, the, in a frying or with a lot of um, liquid. Because normally something that's baked is hamaytzi. Here we're saying you have a thick batter. It didn't change its status of being hamaitzi. So you have a machlekes. Is this a mezoinus? Is this a hamaitzi? Therefore, alkein kedai l'rei shemayim levarachalov v'lechol alkein ain kedai rather ain kedai. It's not appropriate l'rei shemayim levarachalov. It's not appropriate for a l'rei shemayim to make a bracha on it because what is it? Is it a hamaitzi? Is it a mezoinus? Once again, what is the product we're talking about here? You have, you have a dough. That was made with a thick batter, but it wasn't baked without any liquid afterwards. It was baked with a liquid, with an oil, or whatever it might be. So therefore, it might be a mezainus. So therefore, only eat it, says there, the Mishnabrura, after you already washed on something else, a real bonafide bread, and you eat it during the meal. Okay, that was Simukus HaMeches in the halachas of categories of complicated topics. This was one of them. We move over right away to Simkusa Mechtes. Din Shamish Asuda. The laws of a Shamish, a butler, during a meal. And the understanding is, back then, 
you were sitting down, you had the butler who was serving you the food, and if, of course, nowadays as well, if they're smelling the food, what's happening is, just think about what happens to us, Arab Shabbos, okay? There's this desire that's being built up inside to taste that food. And that's why we'll see it's extremely important that they have to make sure, we have to make sure that the butler, if you have a butler, okay, <laughs> okay, is going to be able to eat from the food. Now, practically speaking, it's Erev Shabbos. You have some cleaning up in the house. And maybe you're making something, you're cooking something. It's appropriate, besides being a mentor for this halacha as well, to take some of the food and offer it to them. Okay? If you ask somebody who comes into the house to drop something up by the door, and all of a sudden, hmm, that smells good. So you could also, you know, obviously you can't offer every single person knocks on your door. You won't have any food for Shabbos anymore, right? But with all, in reason, there's room to say that you should offer the person some food. It says the Mechaber on top of the page. Anything you bring to the person that has a nice odor. And the person desires to have it. You have to give the Shamish right away. It's the, it's the pious approach to give the Shamish from every single food immediately, right away. At the beginning of the meal. No, let's hold off before we see the rest of the Mechab. Let's catch up in the Mishra over here like this. So he said like this, Anything you bring to the person, it has this odor, says the Mishra number one, or it has a sharp taste, it's a sour taste. You have to give the person. You have to give him. Why? Something that has a, an aroma, a scent. Apparently, there's some physical damage that can happen to the person when he has this desire to eat the food. Everyone else is eating, and he's not going to get a taste of it. Some some physical concern over here. Interesting, yes. Something that doesn't have a, a taste, a, rather a smell. There's no smell to it. Um, maybe I'll use an example of gefilte fish. I, I've never heard him say, wow, that gefilte fish smells great. <laughs> you know, it's gefilte fish, right? Okay. You can eat a first, then only afterwards you can give it to the shamish, as we'll see later on Simon Kof Ayin, Sif Gimel. says further in Sif Kotin Gimel, you have to give the shamish miyad right away. Now, how much do you have to give him? A small amount is sufficient. Because that will appease that desire from that, that he wants this, uh, this food. This calms him down. So, the the Achrenim say, even if you hire the person, when you hire him, you tell him right away, listen, whatever you bring out, make sure you take from it. He says, you still have to make sure you give him that that's taken care of. And, and, and we all know, sometimes you have workers, even if you give them something, they, they want to work. They want they want to show, like, I'm, I'm, I'm here to work. I'm not here to eat. So, you have to make sure he gets it. That's only a shamish that is standing, and he's serving. And he's not eating with them together. 
אבל אם גם הוא מייסב על השולחן ימון, אבל אם הוא סיטן ואיתן איתם, לא צריך להקדומי, then you don't have to give the shamash first, because he's getting, he'll get the food anyway. He knows he's getting the food. אבל אם גם הוא מייסב, ואיסא בגמרא דמישה, הריח ריח מייחו. The Gemara tells us a person who smells a food, who misavoloi, and he desires it. Im ene yochol lasigoi, rak kol roik sheyovel asoich piv, mach maestayva ha'oichol lo yivlo, do yucholovi l'day sakona al yiday zeh. Ele yashlich ha'roik mi piv. So the Gemara tells us like this. We have to speak to maybe a GI to find out if that's still applicable b'zman azeh. But the case is, the case is, is that if a person smells something and he has his desire to have it and then he starts salivating and, but he doesn't get the food so the, what the Gemara tells us is he should make sure to remove the saliva from his mouth and he should not swallow that saliva because that saliva that he's salivating for that food can be mazik and can hurt him can damage him somehow physically okay don't worry about it <laughs> okay Sifkat and Dalit we're going to see this and stop here for tonight Miyad, um, that you have to give the shamish, midas chasir to give the shamish right away, from every single piece of food. And even foods that don't have a nice aroma, like the gefilte fish, or the, the sharp foods. Why? Because at the end of the day, he sees other people eating it, and he's not eating from it. So he has this desire to want to have it. So that's why I have to make sure over here the halacha is the shamish that's serving, the people working around the house, make sure you give them from the food to eat.